Today on Bruce Springsteen Sings the Alphabet, you can't judge a book by its cover. Hey everybody, you're listening to Bruce Springsteen Sings the Alphabet, the podcast where we talk about every Bruce Springsteen song alphabetically, one by one. My name's Rob Carmack, and that guy over there with a book with no cover on it is JB Clark. Hey man. I don't know what no, book with no cover at all would look, just a pamphlet, I guess. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just a uh, loose, uh, glued binding of uh, pages. Yeah. So I only judge books by their cover. Oh, yeah, dude. I just finished reading a book uh, called No One Dies in Branson. It's a super old book that I bought at like a, a library sale That's a, a long time ago and finally got around to reading it. Yeah, it was just like a hokey Americana cover, and it had Branson in it. I love Branson. (laughs) (laughs) And so it was great. It was like a murder mystery with country music. And uh, it almost got steamy in a few places, and I got excited because I've never read a steamy book before. Um, It didn't, though. (laughs) And so... Oh, what a letdown. um, Well, yeah. So (laughs) anyway, (laughs) it was great, though. No One Dies in Branson. What a book, man. Yeah, it really made me want to listen to Nashville Babylon or read Nashville Babylon again. (laughs) Yeah. Have you read that book? No, I've not. It's like a gossip book about like Rhinestone Nashville. Um, But like with a like with a chapter, like a very like well recited history chapter about each artist of the era. It just alphabetical order, man. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's right up my alley. That sounds excellent. Yeah, you would love it. Well, today we're talking about a song called You Can't Judge a Book by Its Cover. Now, this song was released in 2016. It was part of the Chapter and Verse album when Bruce and, and the backstory here on this is when when Bruce wrote and released his autobiography, Born to Run, he released a companion album that was it sort of functioned almost like a greatest hits album, but really it was more just like autobiographical. Um, sort of a journey through the life of Bruce Springsteen. And there were, on that, there were five tracks that had never previously been released. So obviously we're going to, we've covered one already. We covered The Ballad of Jesse James, which I really liked. And and now we're doing this one. And then the next, the the other three, though, we'll have to wait until we go back through and do like Western Stars and and all those. We'll, we'll We'll catch them on the second lap. So... Um, but anyway, so this is one of those songs. This song was on the chapter and verse album. And this song was recorded live at a place called the left foot, which was a teen club in the recreation center of St. Peter's Episcopal church in Freehold, New Jersey. And a teen club, in case you're wondering, is a club run and operated by a church for people who are over the age of 13, but under the age of 18. And Bruce's band, the Castiles played the grand opening of the left foot teen club in freehold new jersey and this is actually this it was recorded in september of 1967 and it's three weeks before bruce turns 18 and at at which point he's no longer young enough to be a part to to be in the teen club so he got in just just before the just in the nick of time so this is in 1967 this is by far the oldest thing we've we've listened to on this podcast yeah and yet it's the newest thing because it was released in 2016 i mean there's been a record since then but yes Oh, right, right. Well, it's, it's the newest thing we've talked about. Oh, right, right, right. Right, right, right. Sorry. I was getting real sassy there. Real specific. Sorry. My well, bad. Well, that and the Ballad of Jesse James. So, yeah, the song and the song was recorded by the, the church's priest, Reverend Fred Coleman. And if you're listening to this and you're like, why does it sound so old and muddy and not that great? Well, it's because Jimmy Iovine didn't engineer this. Reverend Fred Coleman of St. Peter's Episcopal Church did in September of 1967. Yeah, so, I mean, um, yeah. and also it's old. 
Yeah, it's very old. In fact, there's a bootleg audio out there from this entire show that I've never heard, but it's one of those things that, that collectors have sought for a long, like hardcore Springsteen bootleg collectors. Th this is like the holy grail of that, uh, of that world. Um, but yeah, it's very, very old. It's, uh, I, I can't even imagine what, and this is like remastered. Like they worked really hard to make this better. And uh, this is, this is as good as they were able to, to make it. So that's uh, already kind of like, wow, this is a very old recording. Uh, the song is not a Bruce Springsteen original. It was written by Willie Dixon, and it was released in 1962 by Bo Diddley. So this is a cover song that at the time of its recording is about five years old. The Castiles are playing it. And this song has been covered by a lot of artists. And I just a short list of the people who have covered the song. The Rolling Stones, The Yardbirds, The Syndicats, Tom Rush, Shadows of Night, The Monkees, Jerry Garcia, Hank Williams Jr., and Huey Lewis in a duet, a very unlikely duet between Hank Williams Jr. and Huey Lewis. The Stripes huh. and Kenny Wayne Shepherd, among several others, have all covered this song. But it was it was originally recorded and released by Bo Diddley, written by Willie Dixon. I'll say, uh, uh, back to the recording quality, I, I kind of understand, this is going to sound really harsh at first. I think this is a really fun song. Like musically in the the recording, sort of the you know sort of the historical nature of it, but also just the quality of it is really fun. Um, but I can totally understand why now, whenever like parents first heard rock and roll like this, they were like thought that it was trash, you know, and unlistenable. Yeah. Because <laughs> like just imagine if you're not listening to this, like if you're not listening to it, like imagine you're having a conversation, you know, just with someone, and this was playing in the background. It's so impossible to follow. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, for sure. Well, and, it makes total sense. Yeah. And in 1967, like it's it's easy to forget how early that is in the in the history of rock and roll, right? Like the Beatles are still together at this point. This is it, it's this is 4 years after Please Please Me comes out. So like yeah. all, all like all the conversations about rock and roll are still very new. And and that and, and there weren't it, the expectation yet was not yet that every uh, every band needed to write their own songs, you know, like that, like the Beatles are the reason that we have that standard now. And the Beatles right. were, were still like, this is just before the release of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band. So this is very, very early in, in, in the history of rock and roll. And, and so, yeah, this is one of those songs. And I mean, for, for a group of high school students at playing at an Episcopal church, this is pretty good, you know? But for yeah, absolutely, and and it's a good artifact, you know. Like it's it's a thing. Like oh wow, this is like the, one of the oldest recordings we have that shows like who Bruce Springsteen was before he was even eighteen years old. Like this is it, it, as an artifact. This is a really cool thing to have. So the band lineup here, I just looked up like who was in the Castiles, and other than Bruce, there's nobody that you would like. No, there's not a single future member of the E Street Band in this band. It's um, I'll, I'll I'll shout them out just because we haven't gotten a chance to talk about the Castiles yet, but um, Bob Alf. Alfano is the organ player. Kurt, a guy named Kurt Fleur, is the bassist. Vinny Maniello is the drummer. Another drummer named Vinny. Amazing. Yeah. Um, Paul Popkin is playing tambourine, maracas, and uh, singing BGVs. Then there's a guy named George Thais who's playing get rhythm guitar and background vocals. And um, and that's it. That's the that's the Castiles lineup. So none of those guys would end up in the E Street Band. Nope. So that's got to be a bummer. If you if you are alive today and are a former member of the Castiles and you remember like, yeah, I was once in a band with Bruce Springsteen. And just before he became like one of the world's biggest rock musicians, he fired all of us and started a different band. So, uh, yeah, that's a bummer to Kinda be suck. one of the four. Although I say that that's you, you can dine out forever on those stories. Like, what was it like to be in Bruce Springsteen's first band? 
Like, oh, yeah, man, that's cool. So yeah, depending on how you look at it, it's like either you missed the boat or like you have a cool story to tell for the rest of your life. Yeah. So that's what this, uh, yeah. So the, the song itself, the structure of the song is based on a 16 bar blues structure. So it's again, like Bo Diddley made this song what it was. I don't know. Musically, everything else sounds so muddy. Like, what do you hear? Yeah, it's super muddy. Uh, there's some like weird sort of the doors off tempo organ. Yeah. Stuff yeah. Going on for sure. The vocals sound sort of like shouted through a megaphone. I love the vocals. <laughs> I think it's super punk rock. Uh, I, it would be really fun to like sort of just like two step two in a crowd, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's not great or anything. It's just really fun to listen to. Yeah. And admittedly, I've never gone back and listened to the Bo Diddley version. So I, I don't know exactly what I, I probably should have done that just so I will. Have, I would have known what to compare this to. But just as a on its own, as an artifact of Bruce Springsteen history. Yeah, there's a lot here that's good. And again, it shows you like, oh, wow, even at 17, Bruce was already a pretty impressive musician. But yeah, other than just really more of a historical artifact, I don't. This, this doesn't do much for me, you know. Yeah. Like I, I, I've never listened to this and been like, oh man, I can't believe he never released this before, you know. Like I do with a lot of stuff from like The Promise or Ties the Bind. I don't know what else to say about it. <laughs> yeah, man, that's all I got. That's that's what I got. Yeah, and I mean, we could look at the lyrics, but the it, the lyrics are very simplistic. It's, I mean, it's just a, it's a list of things that you can't judge on like first sight so like the opening line is you can't judge an apple by looking at the tree you can't judge honey by looking at the bee you can't judge a daughter by looking at the mother and you can look and you can't tell a book by looking at the cover so it's it's a bunch of that you know there we go so which is funny like he they did the song at a church which you know like for a for a group of teenagers like an early or late 60s youth group which is basically like you know, just be yourself and don't be judgmental of people that you don't understand. Like, that's cool. You know, I, that, that translates fine into a, a youth group context. Whatever, you know, it's great. Yeah. It's harmless. Chapter and verse. It's exciting. Yeah. I want to know, I, I am curious, though, like if anybody picked up chapter and verse and just like, like just really jammed out to like this. And some, um, and we talked again, we talked about the Ballad of Jesse James, which is also one of, from the Bruce Springsteen band, like one of the earlier, not, not as early as this, but that song is great. Like I... I think that song holds up, but this one, again, and it's not even a Bruce original, it's just a cover, but um, this does a lot less for me than The Ballad of Jesse James. Yeah. How many covers of books do you give this? Oh my gosh, that's exactly the same metric I was going to (laughs) use. We're like so insane. Yeah. I'm going to, yeah, it was a a huge leap. So um, (laughs) I'm going to give it... (laughs) I'm gonna give it two book covers. How many? Yeah, I give it one and a half. Yeah, and and really the extra book cover, the extra point is really just more of like that that we have this at the as a historical artifact, not as like a song that I just like to listen to. So, it's, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's great. Is it your one and a half? Yeah, I think that's right. It's totally, it's a great song, but like, who cares? <laughs> I'll tell you what. If I had picked up chapter and verse. Like like bought the whole thing just so I could hear those first five songs, and they, if they had all sounded like this, I would have been a little frustrated, you know. Like, um, I so I'm I'm glad that there's other stuff on that that sound better than this does. Yeah, like sound quality wise. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you on that. But and again, I I like that we we have the ability to hear what the Castiles sounded like. You know, because anybody yeah. who's followed and like learned as much about Bruce Springsteen as a lot of our listeners have, and like read all like the books about him and his autobiography, 
I mean, he ta- like the Castiles were an important part of his evolution as a musician, and so it's good that we have this. Um, yeah, I mean, it kind of sounds like a whatever Bruce Springsteen's version of like an Alan Lomax old like blues club recording. So yeah, that's that is what it is. So I'm a, I'm a two, you're one and a half, and that's it. Do we have any other like patron stuff that we need to get to, or do we already do all that? We already did it all. Wow. So this is a very short episode. <laughs> it is. Um. All right. Well. Um, it's funny, like, sorry guys, we're, we're winding down and like, this is one of the ones that we were winding down to. So, uh, we have six episodes to go before we're done with, with, with this whole first lap. And, um, the next song we're going to be talking about is a song called you'll be coming down. And it's from magic. So I'm, I, I'm, I always get excited when we're going to talk about a magic song. Yeah. Great song. Great record. Let's do it. Well, now everybody knows what you think. Well, I said, this was a great song too. Uh, how many times <laughs> we do it? So this is just the thing we say to be polite. So, um, <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back next week, and we'll be talking about the song "You'll Be Coming Down." And until then, everybody have a good couple days, weekend, whenever you're choosing to listen to this. And JB, you enjoy yourself as well. Until we come back and talk about "You'll Be Coming Down." Hey, man, you too. Hey, thanks, man. Uh, we'll see everybody later. Bye bye.